1: Yep, And welcome back to Talking Knicks A little what ifs, a little who's that, a little KD We've still got some filler time until those lottery balls hit And Kenny and I can argue about if Zion Williamson will be great Before that
0: That's not even the argument
1: We're going Go to have a fun discussion About who can be coming to town Who do we want to see? What happens if X comes to town? Guys, we're through the bad times in the Knicks. Let's dream a little bit. Let's live. Game of Thrones comes on in a little bit. We're juiced up. I'm joined with Kenny Poon, Tom Piccolo. Let's talk Knicks.
2: Posting
0: shows up stuffing. Again, igniting and exciting the guard crowd. Fellas
1: and ladies and gentlemen joining us. How's everyone doing today? Currently Sunday, the 28th, it looks like the Warriors are just about to win game one against Houston. Steph Curry's banging his chest. We, on the other hand, are scouting one of the players on the court. Uh, A lot of rumors about Kevin Durant. Uh, We've heard them since the Porzingis trade, basically, because everyone was saying, well, if the Knicks do this, they better be getting Durant. And then all the sources close to Durant were saying, well yeah, we yeah, I think he's coming. So, we're we're going to daydream a little bit. We're going to talk some some pairings. If not Katie, what do we want to see? Fellas. Let me take a deep breath. How we doing, Kenny Poon? I know you need to go shopping. I know I I like your hat you're wearing. Is that just a Nick
0: Snap? Snapback? Yeah, it's the old old school Nick Snapback. I got this at Marshalls about uh, 5 years ago for about 5 bucks and uh it's been been doing me pretty good ever since. And uh as far as my weekend pretty good, hung out with Tom yesterday. We talked a little Knicks. Uh today was a pretty busy day. I went and saw Endgame, Avengers Ooh. Endgame because I'm I'm into that and uh spoiler alert, Snape kills Dumbledore. There you go. Oh, okay.
1: Um, sorry for any of our regulars that that just ruined it for them if you didn't see the final Harry Plopper. Thomas, how was it, Ken?
0: Scale of one to ten. It was so I don't know how it would be for someone who like isn't into all the movies and hasn't seen them all. Having seen them all, like it all it brings them all together and ten out of ten for me. Wow. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Amazing well,
1: movie. Tough tough time to kick it to our ten out of ten. Ton piccolo. Hambone, how you doing, brother?
3: Hey guys, I'm doing well. Um pretty pretty not busy weekend over here. My my dog got spayed on Friday, so I've been uh being the good dog dad taking care of her. And uh yeah, Kenny and I, like you mentioned, we we hung out, we talked next, we didn't record any of it. So that was Smart the good widow. stuff. I think we wasted all the, the good stuff then, but hopefully we can bring it today. We actually we had a nice little Saturday though, Kenny. We we went to a coffee shop, we grabbed mm. some cappuccinos. We then went to the library, you know, the, the local library, very wholesome day. Then we went to a bar and had some beers. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a nice little time, and then we went out and got sushi. So, uh, yeah, sorry you weren't a part of any of that, Jake. I know you weren't you – weren't, uh, if you were here on the East Coast, we definitely would have thrown you the invite. But- I've just been shoveling holes over here.
1: A weekend <laughs> that's that's how lame I am. I couldn't even think of I couldn't even think of an impressive grueling labor. I just made up digging holes um to try to be fake embarrassed. That's pretty nice, guys. I'm happy for you
3: um yeah, good times over here, but no let's let's get into it. Let's talk about all the scenarios, all the, the potential off season the the good the bad the ugly let's let's get into it
1: tom i'll let's let's go to you. Let's start with you because this part of this was your baby a little bit. What, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with is Kevin Durant signing with the Knicks? Because that's the elephant in the room, right?
3: Well, I think we kind of just lay out all the options and then drill down into each one. And, uh, okay. and I, can, I can kick that off. So I think the, I don't know if this is in, in order of, of likelihood, but. One one potential outcome for this offseason is that the Knicks sign Kevin Durant but do not get a second superstar. And we're, right. when we're talking about the the available superstars on the market, who, who's going to be free agents this summer, it's obviously Kevin Durant, but it's also Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, Klay Thompson. And then, you know, I guess we're if Klay Thompson's kind of a fringe, we'll just call him an all-star. We're moving to all-star territory. There's Campbell Walker. Jimmy Butler, Al Horford, who will probably opt in. Don't. <laughs> Nikola Vucevic, who was an all-star this year in Orlando. And then Tobias Harris and Chris Middleton to round out that all-star group. Um, but, yeah, so there's, there's the chance that we sign KD but none of those other guys. Then there's a, a second possibility where we sign KD and we have the, uh, and we get a second superstar. We have the room to sign a second max player. Um, as long as we do some some cap gymnastics, then that's definitely going to be on the table. Um, and then there's the chance that the, the Knicks don't get Kevin Durant but sign one of these other guys. Maybe it's even two of these other, these other guys I just mentioned. And then there's the kind of worst-case scenario based on how the Knicks play, but the Knicks get zero of these star free agents. So with those four options on the table, where do you guys want to start?
0: I, I think I- – so 10. if I could jump ahead, just because last time I think we bared the lead, and I think this time we probably want to start with what seems like not not the majority, but the plurality, and you and I had a discussion with, with Jonathan Macri about that. The plurality option is that KD shows up, and to the extent that he's showing up, I think the most likely option is with Kyrie Irving. So I say we started there. Kyrie Irving. Um I
1: mean, th- this is where I just get caught up because, I mean, KD's the number one, right? Like, he's, he's, he's numero uno. It's not like, well, maybe we sign Kyrie and pair him with Jimmy Butler. It's like, no, Kevin Durant. So, for me, I kind of want to do a little KD just because it-, it does go into a whole nother world without him. I think it was
0: coming into this
1: season, it was KD and Kyrie, right? That was kind of the dream pairing They're They're the two most special offensive players uh, in this NBA where now so much of that runs the league. I mean, we're if, if you go around the playoff series in the league, we're, we're watching the teams play the five on three when uh, playing defense against Golden State. We saw an Indiana team that didn't have an offensive player get swept immediately. And it's how can you score? And Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, can score, I mean, anytime, any place, round earth, flat earth, wherever you are. <laughs> so I think that's still the dream, even though, I mean, Kyrie went through that weird phase the middle of the season. He's actually settled down. He might be all second team, all NBA. Um, and now the Celtics just went up 1-0 on the Bucks. So, I mean, for me, the, the conversation has to start with Katie and Kyrie still, right?
0: I think that's, if if KD comes, which I think it is more likely that KD comes than not at this point, uh, I think he's coming with Kyrie. So good place to start. And um, there's just been a, so many rumblings about it that you, you just have to, and the closer it gets to the point where we're signing free agents, you just kind of have to believe it it's going to happen. Um, and Ian Begley had a piece this last week where he kind of suggested that that was also the most likely scenario because um, that's just what the rumblings have been in the NBA, and KD is good friends with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving has connections to New York. Uh, so, I, yeah, I think that's, that's the most likely scenario, and that's probably, outside of KD and Kawhi Leonard showing up, probably the best option for the Knicks. Most likely.
3: Do you believe that, Tom? The most likely of all the options? I mean, yeah, so there are obviously so many different scenarios that could happen. Is that the most likely one? I mean, it, it depends where you fall on, like, how sure you are KD is coming. And I've just – it's been a roller coaster for me. Like, I've been all in at times, and then I've kind of shied away from that possibility. Just one thing that that worries me just from, like, a perception standpoint is just right now – everyone believes it's going to happen. And so if KD signs with the Knicks, there's not going to be the sense that like the Knicks organization did anything to earn him, right? They're going to, I was talking to Kenny about this yesterday that like, it's going to seem like the Knicks were just the entitled big market team who just had, who stumbled into Kevin Durant. And, and that's fine. But like, if he doesn't come, it is going to be just, a mess just from a public relations standpoint. Everyone's going to say how the Knicks botched it, how he was like there for their, for the taking and, and the Knicks just did everything in their power to screw it up. So, I mean that, I guess that has me a little guarded. That that has me um keeping my, my shields up a little bit and not getting too, too confident that Kevin Durant's coming. But of all the possible options, I agree that, that Katie and Kyrie is probably the most likely one. Um, and I don't know. Like, I wonder if Kyrie's, if the Celtics' performance in this postseason is going to impact that at all. Like we, like you just mentioned, they just went went up one zero on the Bucks on the one seed, and and Boston looked amazing. Like Gordon Hayward is starting to look like his old self. And if they have that strong of a showing in this postseason, if they make it to the to the Eastern Conference Finals and and play well, if they even make it to the finals, like is that going to impact Kyrie's decision?
0: So my Thought would be and For Kyrie in particular Is probably not Um, Kyrie's a guy who forced His way off of LeBron James team after winning A championship Uh, so I think The NBA is at a point where players Are just going to do whatever they want For their own reasons like LeBron James decided to go to LA for Business reasons not necessarily Basketball reasons and I Gotta believe that if if Kyrie You know has it in his mind That he's going to the Knicks and that's one of the rumblings that you know the fact that the Celtics are playing well isn't really going to impact that but again like that's the rumblings but a lot of it doesn't make any sense because he forced his way off of LeBron's team where he was kind of the the secondary guy and now he the rumblings are that he wants to go and play with Kevin Durant on the Knicks so I I don't really know what to make of all that 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 would
3: kind of be my counter argument there Kenny is that he is the guy on boston unquestionably and like they'll go as far as he takes them especially in the in the public eye so um yeah if they do outperform expectations and make it to the finals and and even give the the western conference champion a run like it being kyrie's team i think will matter to him a little bit despite what you just said just because of that alpha dog status he has
1: and that's where Most likely, and the reason I pivoted that to Tom, is because the the two guys we're dealing with are kind of these bizarre humans. They're this weird mix of millennial superstars that the world still doesn't know how to deal with. Um, Kevin Durant, I think with his business thing going to New York and just like all the momentum and everyone you hear believes in that, like, I'm, I'm there on that, and I have to believe it until I don't believe it. Kyrie, I can't fully get into only because, I mean, think of the roller coaster we've been on Kyrie this year. He's, he basically tells Boston, like, I'm just going to do me, after he told them a couple months before that. He's like, yeah, this is my home. And then he comes out and the LeBron stuff comes out, who, by the way, you know, we mentioned Kyrie and LeBron. That would not be the craziest thing in the world. Um, If those two teamed up, depending how the Celtics playoff run goes, the Celtics, if they make a good run, that still makes sense. Um, I just there's so many different ways the Kyrie thing can go. I don't get locked into him. And I guess let's operate under this right now. Let's say Katie is coming to the Knicks. He's got his, you know, Katie video crew or whatever it is setting up in New York. Kyrie re-signs with Boston. They make it to the finals this year. Boston falls in love with Kyrie. It's a love fest over there. Fine. Who do we want? Because I know Kenny mentioned the interesting name, who I think would be a consensus better player, but I think you'd still rather pair Kyrie than Kawhi with KD. Um, and we haven't heard any Kawhi to New York stuff. So I we're, we're doing a chunk of speculating that – I don't think it's going to happen. This Kawhi to L.A. stuff has seemingly been extremely strong since the, I mean, since the whole Spurs incident went down with his uncle and shoe deals, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I, I think KD would, or excuse me, I think Kawhi would be your number two after Kyrie. I don't know if Kawhi is even a real option. And that's when things start to get real crazy. I mean, who jumps out? A Middleton? So, um... Clayster?
0: Is he around? I would say that uh, Kawhi isn't likely, but if if Kawhi was an option, I think he would be the option over Kyrie, in my opinion. Um, but I didn't really want to talk about it because I don't think he is a you know realistic option. Um, but once you get past Kyrie, I think uh, the next guy up on the list is probably, in likelihood, is probably Kemba Walker. And I talked to Tom about this, about how, He's a little older, and I'm not necessarily sure that how many years you want to give him. But if the Knicks could get him on a couple-year deal rather than a long-term deal, I think that's that would be a a great pickup for them as well.
3: I mean, do you think he'd be willing to do that though? I'm I'm thinking he's probably looking to get paid. I mean, this is his last big contract. He's he's 28. He'll be 29 in like a week. Um, I, I'm thinking he's looking to get the full thing here and get as much money as he can before he uh before he's a uh, on those veteran minimums towards the end of his career. That's that's my guess. But um I mean I am with Kenny from a Kawhi standpoint. He's one of my favorite players. I, I think he would be just an incredible fit. I mean, really next to anyone. Like he he can shoot, he can play off ball, but he does he does like to pound the ball a lot and do some of his ISO stuff. But I mean Kevin Durant's been sharing the ball with some some High usage players for for his entire career, so I, I'm not worried about KD spit with anybody. Um, but yeah, as far as who would the would Tom? I, I, if, well, if,
1: what if no Kyrie, no Kawhi? Who who of that next tier jumps out? Is it Kemba? Is it someone like Chris Middleton? Are we burying him a little too low for a shooting wing that does what he does?
3: Yeah, I mean, I've heard some Jimmy Butler rumblings. I don't know what him, and his and Kevin Durant's relationship is like. I, I, they might be friends. But um, like, if I were to have my choice, it, it probably wouldn't be Butler. I think I, I love Kemba. I like him being in New York. But if he's getting the full max, then that would be probably a bridge too far for me. I mean, you have to move into into win-now mode with Kevin Durant, obviously. So you need to accelerate your own timeline a little bit. Kevin Durant will be – he's going to be 30, I believe, if he's not 30 already. So, you know, you want people in his age range, and, and Kemba fits that. It's just you want as, as much talent as you can get to, and and you have to protect yourself for the future. So I, I think your Chris Middleton call is is a good one because he's younger – and he does provide that that size and that shooting that you need in, in today's league.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, I just jumping back a little bit to the, the Kemba point, I think it's, it's well taken that uh, he's probably going to go for the money. If the Knicks can find a way to either give him max money for a shorter amount of time or give him less than max money for a few longer years, maybe that's the solution. Again, I don't know if he's going to want to do that. I know he again is another guy with New York ties. is from the Bronx. He went to UConn. uh, Loves playing in Madison Square Garden. Uh, I know when Mello was here, he was a big Mello fan, and you know he he had talked about uh, teaming up with Mello when he was in college. Um, So I'd I'd love to see that, and I'm you know I don't know. I'm with you on the Jimmy Butler side. Uh, he's a little bit of a psycho, um, which is fun sometimes, but I don't know how well it would, uh, it would play on the Knicks. Um, so I think it's Kyrie then Kemba in terms of likelihood and people that I would like to see there. And then after that, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean,
3: there's no chance that like clay Thompson comes with KD, right? That two of the warriors come, come together.
1: I don't think so, right? Yeah, it, Clay, everything just hints that Clay's this West Coast guy, and he's if he if he's gonna do that, why doesn't he just do L.A.? You know, like if if Clay's gonna jump the Golden State ship, it feels like he's gonna stay West Coast and join LeBron in L.A. Where my God, the looks he would get um, and what he would be able to do would be insane. Then leave all of that and come to the Knicks. It just doesn't seem realistic to me at all
3: yeah I'm, I'm with that um i mean and part of my curiosity here is like so say we get kevin durant and one of these second guys say it's Kyrie. say it's kemba maybe it's jimmy butler or chris middleton but then how do you think the knicks would fill out the rest of their roster you know to, to try and accelerate their timeline like do you do you advocate for trading a lot of your young guys are you getting rid of I mean, you probably, you may be getting rid of Frank regardless, but like, are you looking to, to flip Kevin Knox for more win-now pieces or, or even Mitchell Robinson?
0: Like, Do you guys think that that route would be the way to go once you get into win-now mode? So, uh, you, and you and I talked about this a little bit. I think there's a difference between what is best for the Knicks' long-term future and what Kevin Durant will want if he comes to the Knicks. And to be clear, if Kevin Durant comes to the Knicks, he is getting what he wants. And so to the extent Kevin Durant wants to win now, you are trading all of those younger pieces for veterans that can help you win now.
3: Well, and Kenny, do you think that that's the way to go? Like if you were the GM here, I know you're, you're also, you'd also be worried about the Knicks' long-term future, but a player of Kevin Durant's status, I mean, he's never yeah. uh, he'd be the best player to ever be a Nick as soon as he steps if, into the,
0: the garden. Yeah, if Kevin Durant comes and says, I'll come here, but only if you... Take the pieces you have and turn them into something that's going to help me win a championship right now. I'm trading all those people. Again, not the best thing for the Knicks long term, but that is exactly what would happen if if uh, that that's what Kevin Durant asked for, which is I think what he would ask for because he's not coming to the Knicks to to get to the playoffs. He's he's coming to the Knicks to cement his legacy. By winning a championship with the Knicks.
3: Well, and Jake, just to give you a little context here, Kenny and I we had a discussion yesterday about whether Zion Williamson, if the Knicks landed that first round pick, if Zion would ever play a minute with Kevin Durant.
0: And Kenny was adamant that that would probably never be the case. That <laughs> I want to I want to table that discussion for a longer discussion, um, maybe on another pod. Because Kenny, Kenny's got heavy that. Zion thoughts. Good tease. That's a good tease, though. Yeah, that's a good tease, and that's. Kenny-
1: Kenny's got Zion it. thoughts that can't be contained within this realm we're currently in. Um, and I, I mean, I, I put those, put those thoughts with the white walkers, but where am I? I, here's what I'll say. I think we are missing one factor. Mitchell Robinson. I don't think that counts. I think he is as it fits in ships as there is in the NBA currently as a young, maturing defensive role to the 10 big man. Um, I, I mean, If he has to go in a trade to complete a trade, that is what it is. But otherwise, I think the Knicks and Kevin Durant are fine and would want to hang on to him. I think where it would get interesting is if the Knicks did land the one, and I won't deep dive into it, um, because there is a chance that KD would want to bring one young guy with him. And I kind of want to reference it to LeBron with young Kyrie. Remember, Kyrie. LeBron, I think he was a little bit lying through his teeth. But LeBron was talking about, you know, there's, there's going to be a day for this young man. Like, I'm, I'm going to pass it on to Kyrie, and he's going to be the dude. You know, he's going to carry it for me. And, you know, Kevin Durant, again, he's this kind of funky guy. There's no other way to say it. He's, he's thrown in the limelight. He's got burners out there. He grew up in a gymnasium for 18 years to 30 years, depending how you look at it. There is a world where Kevin Durant says, you know what? I want to take Kevin Knox under my wing or I want to take Zion Williamson and build this with him because Kevin Durant's 30 right now. I think he'll be 30. He turns 31 next season. Kevin Durant knows that father time's not undefeated. So there could be a world where Kevin Durant wants one of those guys on his roster because he knows 34-year-old Kevin Durant won't be able to do the grind of 82 games and you know 4-7 game playoff series. So, I think there's a world where he brings one. I would say right now without deep diving into it, if it's if it's Zion, you trade everyone else. <laughs> if it's not, I think the pick gets moved and you, you look into other options.
0: And you know, I I'm looking at this from a different perspective cuz I don't know what his contract going to look like if he's going to sign a long-term contract with the Knicks or if he's going to do one of those one-and-ones and hope that at the age of 33 he'll be able to get one more deal, which being Kevin Durant, he probably will be able to do. So I don't think he cares much about the Knicks beyond whatever his contract is. And I think he's very much going to be thinking, I'm going to try to get mine as quickly as I can here in New York, and he's just not going to be too worried about what happens after that. But All right, we mean, can talk a little more about that on uh, the Zion episode. Okay.
3: Uh, my next question would be, do you guys think that there's any chance that KD comes without a second star, without any of these other top 10 free agents that I listed out? Is there a chance of that? Would, would LeBron right. do it? Well, LeBron did it in LA. There you go. That's my answer. I don't think he does LeBron it. LeBron is also in a different part of his – different stage of his career where he is – very much on the on the back end of his prime. I mean, KD is is right in the heart of it. You know, like you you cannot waste these these upcoming seasons in Kevin Durant's career. Like these should be his some of his most productive he's ever had. So I mean, LeBron, yeah, like he's sort of winding down his and his career. So that's why I think there's a little bit of a different standard there
0: i got to run to the grocery store before it closes, but I also want to throw out that Katie just saw what happened to LeBron. <laughs> LeBron missed the playoffs. Like KD's not leaving the situation he's in where everyone saw him leave the Oklahoma City Thunder to go play with, argue, with the best regular season team ever, and everyone called him out on that saying he can't carry a team, to go to a team and miss the playoffs. He's not risking that. He's not coming alone bet speaking of the bet himself
1: we we have we're we got we're bringing in our sixth man we're bringing in lou will off the bench as kenny mentioned he's got to head to the grocery before thrones and the sick part is i get it um and who's he bringing in i mean family because yeah. that's what kevin durant's about becoming family with the knicks organization greg poon Greg, right. I know you've been listening for a little bit.
3: What no, do you I, have,
1: but, I didn't realize Greg was
2: on. So, Greg, yeah. you are you are You're on, on right now. I've been looking at my phone for a little bit. You guys been talking? Oh no,
1: um, I've been listening.
3: Like, what, uh, what,
1: what are some overlying thoughts you have, Gregory?
2: Um, I don't know. A lot of thoughts. You know, Durant. I don't think I don't think Kawhi's coming.
1: What's uh, your percentage on Kevin Durant being a Nick next year?
2: Over fifty.
1: Okay. That's, Next.
2: That's as good as I can give you, but so that's a yes. What?
1: Know? That's a yes. <laughs> so
2: yeah. wise out,
3: Greg. You're putting that at over 50, and then what do you think the odds are of Durant coming with a second star versus him coming by himself without a star? Well, what are we saying? as a star, Tobias I mean, I, Harris. I I listed like these top 10, uh, like all-star was free Tobias, was Tobias Harris in that list of people. Tobias Harris was in that list. So I'd say. I'd say.
2: Yes, to that as well. I'd say 100%. Yeah,
3: Yeah, I think... Durant would not come without a second all-star level caliber player. Yeah, I mean,
2: you just saw the worst team in the NBA this year from the New York Knicks. So, you you put Durant on that, you still got a not good basketball team, unfortunately.
1: And, I I mean, there's... Is, is there a world where the Knicks get that one pick and they try to flip it for Anthony Davis? Like, that's another world that's out there. We haven't really talked about that. Um, I, I don't think we fully can till the lotto balls get involved. I think, A, second star, we, we need to do two second star things before we start tightening this up. Where do you draw the line at second star? Is it Boogie Cousins? <laughs> um, is it Tobias Harris? Is it, I mean, some people would be, would say no to giving Kemba a max, I guess. Where, where, where are you at Tom? Cause I know you, you've kind of got the names in front of you. So that'll set us up better. Cause we did not prepare.
0: <laughs>
3: so where do you draw the line? I mean, I, yeah. I kind of I gave that, that top 10 list. I think. Is it, that uh, the line? I, I think it is. I think again, it it's so much of a depends on the age of the player, but I, I put Chris Middleton in that 10 spot and like, I think would you throw the full max at Chris Middleton? Ugh. I that that's tough, but it depends what you think your other options are to bring in all-star level talent. I don't I don't know, man. That's that's a tough one. You might try and, and, and make some trades based on the, the draft pick that you acquire, um, based on the lottery, but I think at the end of the day, if you're getting KD, like y- you need another All-Star level player to to be relevant, or else you're just going to be wasting him there. So um, Middleton is probably the line for me. And you got to
2: you got to kind of believe that Durant is is has a little bit of say in who this other person is. You know, they say he's been talking to Kyrie. Who knows if that's true? But you know if if it's Middleton, Durant may be like, no, thank you. You know? So it's, it's, it's just going to be me and Chris Middleton when the rest of these Knicks. That's
3: a good point.
1: Is, is Jimmy Butler the highest risk reward? Like, I know Jimmy Butler did some bad things in Minnesota. But I'll say this. At the same time, my dude wanted a contract. And as Greg Poon will be the first to tell you, Andrew Wiggins is a flawed guy in the basketball world. Um, one of the more, I'm, I'm trying to say this as nice as I can. One of the least quality basketball players <laughs> for the amount of talent he has. Is that fair? Um,
2: that's fair. That's it'd, it'd be fair even if you said that without the last part, without the <laughs> talent part.
1: Um, so I don't know. And we're, we're seeing Jimmy Butler, obviously how the rest of this Plays out for the Sixers playoffs. I mean, if they get, if they just get bumped in like five games, I think Tobias, Jimmy Butler are out of town and like they kind of blew the rebuild there. Um, I don't know. Like, I, there's a world where, again, Kevin Durant slightly odd. I could see Kevin Durant kind of leaning into the Jimmy Butler hardo stuff because like, I don't know. Isn't Kevin Durant kind of a hardo? He like in the, bas- in the basketball world, Kevin Durant is a serious hardo where to the point that I think Jimmy Butler would respect the hell out of him. And I think the concern would be more so giving Jimmy Butler that max because of his injury and wear and tear on his body. Um, but I, I think if Jimmy Butler feels like the second. Well, no, I, I will say Kemba is fair. Okay, so outside of Kemba and Kyrie, is Jimmy Butler the most real option? I would say yes to that. I think so.
3: Yeah, and I've seen some reporting that that Butler's in the mix here too. So I mean that that makes sense. It'd be good to have a wing, but so he's currently 29. He'll be 30 before the season starts, and it would be it'd be pretty tough to give him the full max. Like give him five years, he'd be, he'd be 35 by the end of that contract. He'd be making about like 40 plus million in that 35 eight like year old season. Um, I mean you're getting into like John Wall territory there, but I mean again, y- you got to do what you got to do when you have prime Kevin Durant on your team. So
2: Right, exactly.
3: And so that's where so you, yeah. you got
2: you get the small window. Well, I here I, if you got Durant for 4 years, you got to do whatever he says. That's why it's like GM LeBron, you just could do whatever he wants so you you get your your window to win the win the ring and then he leaves and then you're the cavaliers where they are now you're one of the worst teams in the league but and, you know you had those four straight finals appearances so
1: that was worth it and and call me old-fashioned um no i'm drinking in old-fashioned um and i actually genuinely forgot what i was gonna say oh i was gonna say that Jimmy 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 and kemba are getting maxed yeah. um i don't i don't think that's even a discussion i i think the caliber of year Kemba's had, and the body of work Jimmy Butler has, I, I think both of those guys are going to get max. Um, here's here's the fun one, and let we'll we'll keep this high and tight before recording. Talking Yanks in a little bit. Tune in later. Um, we don't get Kevin Durant. Threat level midnight. Who are the two? So what's the dream pair? And then what's the what's the most real option to pair? Are, are, is that a fair way to lay it out?
2: I think so. I mean, I think you would obviously dream for, for Kyrie still, but I don't think he's coming without Durant. But maybe he is. Okay. He's the New Jersey guy. But and Plus, Kyrie's a crazy person, so you, you have no idea what he's doing. So that. Kyrie, obviously one. Um, I think it'd probably be Jimmy Butler, right? I, I don't know. I Maybe mean, well, he's I, too old, but
1: he's I good. I don't want in this alternate reality because I want to go fantasy, not fantasy, fantasy, whoa. Um, but I mean Kawhi yeah. and Clay. I think yeah. you can make a huge argument for those guys. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Tommy. If, if you think that Kawhi and Clay are, are realistic, and, and they, they, they may not be. But like the thing is after that KD Kawhi, Kyrie tier, I don't think if KD's not coming, I don't think you give in with these guys max. really? I, I mean no I don't th- I think you just do a, a classic rebuild and and just you build around Mitchell Robinson, you build around Kevin Knox, your first round pick that you're about to get uh, in the 2019 draft and you just you do it slow and steady because I don't think maxing. Kemba or Butler or, or any of these people. I think you just roll over that that um, cap space over to the next offseason and hope you have better luck then.
2: So the, the problem is the next offseason is bad. There's there's nobody then. It's like Anthony Davis. And then, that's it, right? And nobody. So that's that's where the problem lies. And then at that point, after, after that, I don't know. Obviously... After that, if you waited another season, you'd have to start playing like paying, like not Frank Frank's not gonna get paid, so I guess it doesn't matter. I guess you'd have another year, but then eventually you're gonna have to start paying your own guys if they're good, like Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson's probably only like a two or three year deal or something.
0: And I
1: mean, let, let's be honest, where the Knicks have been, if if their first contract signed is Kemba Walker. After the year he's had and the evolution of the NBA, we're going to be able to talk ourselves into that we're going to get three all-star-ish years out of Kemba Walker. Um, and I, I think it's just the reality of fanhood and, and enjoying and what we've seen from the Knicks. So let, let's say we get Kemba. I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. And I mean, well you know, there's an old podcast where I'm half excited we signed Tim Hardaway Jr. So this, this isn't a great example, but I mean, if we sign Kemba, Jimmy Butler, have a top three pick developing Kevin Knox, Dame Dot, Mitchell Robinson, I'm still going to be excited. Is is that fine? Should I not be?
3: No, I think you're an all, you're like a a playoff team, probably like a 40 win team in the East with, those two guys plus the development of, of some of these other players. So I mean, if you want to be kind of where the Charlotte Hornets are, except in a big market with the ability to attract free agents, then then that's good. I think a lot of Knicks fans are just a little traumatized from the multiple years of irrelevance. And so like even getting a, a first round playoff appearance would would feel good because lately the Knicks seasons have been over come January and there hasn't been any meaningful basketball um, since then. So I I guess I understand where you're coming from, from a fan's perspective, but I don't know. You just, you never know what disgruntled superstar is going to have multiple years left on his deal and is going to try and force a trade or, or or like an expiring star who who wants out. and, And so you, you flip some assets and and then you're able to re-sign them because you have the the cap space going forward. So I don't, I'm just a big fan of flexibility, like a Porzingis, Tom, like a Porzingis. It, it, it crossed my mind that that's kind of what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. We'll just trade backs.
1: Um, huh. Hey, we'll actually we'll take the Doncic kid. He looks good.
2: Yeah. Was um,
1: <laughs> that yeah? Uh, John Gruden came out there. What sorry, do you think? I, Brady? I just, have
2: to just throw one thing out: Mitchell Robinson has signed for three more years making 1.5, 1.6 and 1.8 in those 3 seasons. So that's like a really really good deal.
1: Okay. And uh I I think this is going to lead into because as Kenny teased with the Zion thing and where the lottery balls are going to have a huge huge part in the decision making process in this. And I I think uh I think that's where things are going to get really fun. I I think, you know, you know, do we start throwing, if we get the fourth pick, does Mike Conley's name get start getting thrown around? Tom's favorite player in the NBA. Pair him with Jimmy Buckets, then what are we doing? Um, uh, you know, the the whole Anthony Davis world, what, what's going to be the trade market for him this summer? So I, I think depending those lotto balls, they're going to dictate a chunk of it. And yes. uh, hopefully it's a good problem to have than saying, hey, what can we get for the fifth pick? But... Um, we, we, we're still, I think we're about two weeks away from letting the ping pong balls decide that, uh, Tuesday, May 14th. Um, any, any closing thoughts, any, any free agent names we kind of left out that should be mentioned or anything, anything else you guys feel needs to be mentioned?
2: Uh, I don't know. The problem is I don't know the names beyond these, these top 10 guys, because this is what we're dreaming big. So, like, yeah. if we don't, like, like, like Tom said, if we don't get Durant, you don't want to max any of these guys. Maybe you're just signing Contavious Caldwell Pope for $15 million doing the, doing, doing the Laker plan. You know, that's how you roll over your cap space. I don't know. I try to bring up, bring up Contavious Caldwell Pope and Alfonso McKinney every, every pod. So, sign <laughs> Alfonso <laughs> McKinney.
3: <laughs> success. That's we success. Did. We didn't really talk about uh, DeMarcus Cousins as much as maybe we, we should have. Like He's coming off two consecutive years with horrible injuries, but he has the level of talent to be in this conversation of these top-tier t- uh, all-star players. I don't know. Do you think that there's a chance the Knicks top brass gets enamored with him and, and gives him a, a deal? I'm, I'm a little worried about it. I guess if
2: you're, if you're whiffing, you could give him the, uh, the two-year deal. Where you know he's probably not going to be worth much this season, and so you're betting on him being good again in that that second year, and that's just if you're missing on everything. I could see him just staying in the on the Warriors again.
1: Yeah, or even uh, the the Lakers seem like another landing spot for him. It's a uh, you you have to feel bad for Boogie a little bit, even if you don't like some of his antics. Um, it will be interesting. I I got into the free agent list, and it starts getting sloppy. You know i I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel if we walk away with Miritich and Danny Green. Um, I don't think I'm going to be yelling, we'll win the East. Um, it, it will be interesting, Tom, if we end up with like the third pick, Kevin Durant, none of the big guys are coming. I mean, do you do, you do like J.J. Reddick's unrestricted? Do you pay him big for one year and you just keep doing this now kind of vicious cycle of waiting for it to all come together? You're probably actually right there. Um but that's, uh, I mean, Jonas Valanciunas. What does he still have in him? Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully nothing for the New York Knicks. But um, <laughs> I, I think we have to kind of wrap this up. We we were going to keep this high and tight. We ended up getting near forty five minutes. So if you've been listening, thank you so much. Uh, leave a leave a five star review on Talking Knicks with the the two the two free agents you want. Um, Jake, can we, we got, get a, Can you give us a, t- a
2: tankathon? we still do that? Oh, great gotta, call, Greg. It's a tradition. That's what we're getting closer and closer to this lottery. we got to know where we yeah. stand.
1: Once, one spin, tankathon.com, if you haven't been, should. Well, stolen from ESPN there. One click, sim lottery. Oh, shit. Nick's got the one pick.
3: Yo, I And the Knicks got the one pick as well. That's good.
2: You want me Greg? to do it too?
1: Greg, if you get this, this is confirmation the Knicks will
3: get it. If you don't, we're screwed. All right. I'm pretty nervous. So maybe just lie to us.
2: Sim lottery. Nick's got the one pick.
1: No way! Washington
2: Washington got the two pick. Moved up four spots.
1: Wow. Congrats to the Washington Bullets. (laughs) Um, Charlotte moved up ten to two in mine. How about that? So this is real. Um, God. May 14th is going to be an exciting day. I today i just got excited for us to be ready to podcast after that because there's going to be a lot of emotion flying so look out for that in the future we've got more talking nicks content coming from the john boy media website five-star review the two free agents you want um and i'd say most importantly now that the games are over we can say it baby let's go nicks
2: let's go nicks boop ken says that